4: Oh, my God. I just posted an Instagram story of me burning in fire because it's the listener emails podcast. And you guys, be nice. Jesus. Are people mean? I mean, you know, it's one of those things I was like, well, I'm PMSing. Is this the mood where I ask for feedback, but I'm like, really like, no, only give me positive feedback. <laughs>
3: I mean, that's all we really ever want. I know right nobody
4: really wants, but I try it's to be I do try to be open and not take things personal as much as I possibly can. um i you know what I think is actually bothering me what is a little bit of like closed mindedness, so that's why I'm actually trying to listen to other people's opinions, but I found a lot of the feedback we got this month in particular was like, well, I don't agree with that, but not not like. She, you know, go be you and you do to you kind of mentality, but mostly like a lot, like a lot of feedback about the jo Lee podcast. A judgment. And like, yeah, and how she lives her life. And I'm right. like, oh, that's so interesting. All of a sudden, we're just like throwing judgment around. And she's very informative. Like we both said, you and I were like, we couldn't be in a polyamorous right? situation. Right, It yeah. wouldn't work for me. But I'm actually fascinated by listening to her. It's just like opening your mindset to – how a million other people live. you well, know, I th-
3: also think you can apply some of the way that she thinks about her relationships mm-hmm. to other things in life, you know, like what do you
4: mean? Just
3: like in terms of just being open to, you know, life surprising you,
4: yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like what I always take from her is the importance of communication and the trust piece, which I yeah. think people missed a little bit. like, she has to openly communicate with her husband more because of the other relationships. While I personally could not live my relationship that way and like have a bunch of other relationships, I can look at her and be like, wow, you guys openly talk about that. That's amazing. I want that, you know, like take what you like and leave the rest people.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think what's funny is how quick people are to be like, I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Right. I mean, I haven't read any of these responses yet, so this is going to be... It'll be interesting for to me to, like, hear the tone and exactly how they say they don't agree, but, like, who cares if you don't agree, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess it's, like, it's always important to, like, hear different viewpoints, but, like, I just don't think that's the way to start, mm-hmm. you know? Like, because, you know, being a gay person, it's like, I know there, there are people that don't agree with me having the right to be married, but, like... What does it have to do with you? Right, you think, know what I mean. Well, like that's, guess, and that's where sort of my head is going. Hearing like people don't agree. It's like I can give two shits who anybody sleeps with.
4: Right. Well, I think it's mostly about the way you live your life. And like, there's two options in my opinion. We can all live very close-minded and not ever. We can live it like in our own little bubble of whatever our world looks like and surround ourselves with people exactly like us who believe exactly the same things, who watch the same exact you know news network or TV shows or um, go to the same events and whatever it is and live in your box. And that's, I guess I just have to accept that that's how a lot of people want to live their lives. And that's okay. Just like we're saying right now, we hope people can accept that. Yeah, that's fine. I think it's hard for me when people don't want to just like, they're not curious. I'm just curious about people and like what I can learn from every different facet of life. And so when I get back feedback, that's just very much like, oof, no. Right. It's just the judgment. I'm just so fucking over
3: it. Well, I mean, I think it's um, important to remember that like we can be um, accepting and open to people who think and live differently than us Mm -hmm. without having to do it ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, like we don't have to participate in it just because we're like, I'm cool with that Mm -hmm. for you.
4: I also had this really like, Again, I'm PMSing, so maybe this is flow talking. I don't know, y'all. Just excuse me. I mean, I'm sure I'll get judged. But, like, there's part of me that's like, oh, cool, you're going to judge her in the because she's having conversations with her par- partner about porn? What's your husband doing? Like, do you actually know or are you just choosing to look the other way? And, like, this person's being bold enough to not only discuss hard topics in her relationship but then to open herself up to, like, uh, having these conversations publicly to help other people. Right. And I just was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not even going to read all of them because I think I'm just like annoyed right, right. now.
3: They don't deserve the airtime. No,
4: and I, I mean, so in this month was Jolie, who was a bit adventurous in her, and she's been a polyamorous relationship, which obviously Chip and I both said, um, we personally could not live our lives away, but she had so much insight on other stuff that I took away. And I just like getting different, perspectives on things. And then of course we had the Chris Rock,
3: right? <laughs>
4: Will Smith sitch.
3: Oh my God. That feels like a million years ago.
4: I wish I could just erase it. <laughs> I'm so I'm sure Will Smith does too. Um, some bitch had the audacity to write to me and say, you must be really insecure if you're supporting Will Smith. And I was like, first of all, who said I'm supporting Will Smith? Like I feel so misunderstood on this whole topic that I'm that's an, another piece of my frustration because if one more person person comes to me and says, it doesn't matter what you think about this stuff or you are, you and all this trauma talk, um, violence is never the answer. And I'm like, did I ever say it was um, like, do I need to go back and listen to this it's, podcast? Cause like,
3: I mean, that's a, it's just somebody repeating a sound bite back to you.
4: What that viol- I, I violence never, is. I know, but just like from what I never well, no, said. Just, that. It's like a common
3: just response to it's the, the whole la- thing. It's the
4: laziest, most uneducated response to the entire situation. And that's my opinion. There Bring it on <laughs> haters. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's not all negative. And I I do want to say I so appreciate the couple of you that take the time to write back positive stuff. I think it's always one of those things where it's like haters going to hate and those are going to be the ones to write in a lot, you know, and then the positive people a lot of times will stop me like in Nashville and say stuff to me or like send me an email or slide into my DMS on a totally separate day and not this day or whatever and so it's like it gets kind of overrun with the haters which is annoying and it was really kind of just this month it's like a weird energy or something maybe were were we pushing boundaries a little more i mean
3: we did have susan bratton on that was last month oh my god that feels more recent than the the slap i know are you here are you awake i am here (laughs) i am awake but i don't know my timeline on that slap feels like that was in jail. no the
4: slap was after susan bratton Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe we were pushing boundaries a little more, but like we're living on the edge here, guys.
3: Right. Right. We're teetering on the edge. (laughs) I mean, I do think it's important that if people don't agree with things that we say. Um, so, you know, they should have a voice and fine, slide into our emails and our DMS and say it. But, like, to say you don't agree with how somebody lives, that's where I'm like, fuck off.
4: Well, also, like, if you're gonna say you didn't agree with something, like, do you have to be an asshole about it? Like, I'm so open to conversation. And, like I said, I'm curious about people's insight. But why do you ha- also, like, or just if you say, uh, I don't agree, okay, well, let's talk about why. Like, I'm curious why. That's why we do this whole podcast, right. not for you guys to just be like, Ew, or no, or thumbs down, or whatever. It's like talk to me about why, and let's also like talk about why it's bringing that up for you. Right, right. Anyway, I am just sick of judgment in general. It's like it's also the divisiveness carried over. I feel from the last couple years, and I'm just drained by that. So let's try to keep it a little more positive. (laughs) I'll switch my tone because I feel like I'm kind of hitting that. But um, so what was interesting about the Chris Rock. And Will Smith conversation was I asked the question. <laughs> this was also probably my mistake, but I said, who do you guys agree with? Chip, like me or chip, kind of whose side. Did I win? Of course you won. Are you Yay. kidding? <laughs> Yay. Finally, I won something. <laughs> um, I did I will say the people who have written to me or have stopped me in Nashville to talk about this, um, and they agree with my side, it's very interesting. All of them have experience in trauma. They have some sort of personal experience with like post like complex trauma in their life or um, their therapist, you know, like that work in trauma based stuff. And so it's interesting. That's all I'm going to say is that it's interesting to observe who is sa- is like on board with what I was trying to say, which is not that Violence is the answer, or that Will Smith handled things properly. I've never said that, I do not believe that. Um, I was just inviting the conversation to look at the bigger picture of the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm so, it's, it's, you
3: know, well, it's kind of like what you're saying is if you back a dog, an abused dog, into a corner, they're gonna bite in a way.
4: I mean, yeah, but I think that even almost still excuse that's not what I was saying. I was just saying like there was so much more to this story than the piece that the only piece that seems to be getting discussed, which is the slap. And um, and then like that violence is never the answer. I just think that's such the easy way out of this whole conversation. It also lets takes the responsibility off of the American public and how they responded to the situation so quickly, again, judging, making, you know, blanket statements, um, stuff that we just don't know anything about. Remember I said it was like making me ask the question of like, God, this is like really messed up what we do. And like, again, yes, Chris Rock, I guess was sort of poking the bear and then the bear reacted. Right. Um, and then everyone's like, Oh, but, but, this this one girl said, I love you, but where's your empathy for Chris Rock? Do you know his trauma? Your opinion is very one-sided. I don't really know what his trauma has to do with the way, like what his trauma made him make a really insensitive joke.
3: Yeah, I mean, I wish we could get in their heads because.
4: I just think, to me, this feels like arguing for argument's sake.
3: Right, like. I think the trauma piece of it only really comes into play when there's a reaction.
4: Which is what I was trying to say is I was witnessing Will Smith in my opinion in a very traumatized place over uh, having an emotional reaction. All of it was not okay. Right.
3: Yeah, I mean Chris Chris Rocks trauma doesn't really play into it until after the slap. Well, like, he's
4: probably traumatized now. Right. Like, what you said, he looked really embarrassed. Like, I would totally be willing to discuss that, but that wasn't what we were discussing that day. We did actually mention that. Mm -hmm. And I did say, too, like, I just think it's weird, though, that, like, yeah, like, he's being looked at as the victim. It's like, they're both victims. This was not a good situation on any fronts. Like, nobody won here. This was not good for anybody. Nobody handled it properly and to me they were both responsible. Yeah, And so and and the other frustrating thing is like when people are like Will Smith isn't facing consequences. Yes he is. Yes he is. How could you say that? I don't understand.
3: Yeah. I mean I to be honest other than hearing that he stepped down from the Academy like he's no longer a member of the Academy. He was
4: asked to. I mean that wasn't. Yeah. And then he offered that right.
3: Um, I think he beat them to the punch. Oh well. Um, are you sure? I think so. Hmm. Um, we may need the fact check. Yeah. Out. Um, but I don't know what his other real life repercussions are, other than.
4: Well, he's kind of disappeared. Have you noticed that?
3: Yeah, but and,
4: like we don't know that it'll not. Affect yeah, I mean it could later it could very casting. well affect
3: like movie offers that he had on the table. Exactly. I don't know. Um,
4: endorsement deals. Yeah, all endorsement of it. deals. And uh, people would say, wow, wow, he's, you know, whatever. But these are consequences. Yeah. And I just also think that he's probably undergoing some sort of like treatment and, you know, like looking into these issues based off of other stuff that we've seen from him. And so I don't know. I just, it's whatever. Yeah, he's not I'm just gonna...
3: like, he didn't just forget about the it happening.
4: No. Right. I do know my circles to, to keep this opinion too. But... Um, I mean I did there was people there were people who wrote back saying they agree with me but it just seems like as the greater whole just wants to be like no violence is never the answer so I guess that's the deal <laughs> Um, this is actually a good point from Erica she said normalize not taking sides and acknowledging how we can all be better which I th- and she was I like don't make point. jokes about appearances and I actually was like yeah like that's a really, especially with a woman that's like a really I don't think we should with anybody but we don't make like fat jokes to people or whatever. I don't know. I just right. think we need to be more sensitive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We all have past trauma. Violence is never okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Add it to the list. Add it to the
3: I mean, look, the truth is, is violence is not okay.
4: Who said it I was? I know. I know. That's why I'm frustrated. That's, that, that's
3: like, it's like. Oh, my God. And then 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 also,
4: because I said the things about why it was triggering me, some people were like, well, I understand why it was triggering for her, for you. And I'm like, okay, well. uh, I mean, yes, I am more sensitive to the topic because of my own experiences. I have more empathy about it. Right. But... Anyway, okay. I think we
3: should do like a celebrity death match and like just have them fight each other. Except for Will Smith is so much bigger. Will Smith would kick his ass. So much bigger. I mean, bigger. that is not
4: even... No. And Chris Rock is probably too traumatized. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh about that, but since you brought My that God, up.
3: God, could you imagine a pay-per-view going to like...
4: Oh, God. It would be sold out. It'd be amazing. A pay-per-view
3: yeah. going to the charity of Chris Rock's choice.
4: Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I hope that they work it out on their own end. And I hope, I, I don't want to laugh about Chris Rock's embarrassment and all that stuff after. I mean, I'm sure that's a whole different situation. I still hate that he made that joke. I think it was, and it, it was not part of the script. That was what was said a million times. He went off script and he faced some pretty gnarly consequences. Yeah. So, anyway, hopefully it's a learning lesson for all. But, um, okay, let's move on so I don't, you know, slap somebody. Um, okay, so this was with Jolie. The feedback was, was weirded was weirded out by her situation, period. Okay? She was a bit too adventurous for me. Couldn't finish. It wasn't relatable. Okay? Uh, thumbs down on this episode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, again, like, not too much feedback. But then this one girl comes in. Does she have... T- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Does she
4: have tips for anal sex? My boyfriend wants to, but I've done it in the past and find it uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you have? I chip? Mean, <laughs> Tip, tips, Chip.
3: I mean, I think get it's, some good lube. It, yeah, you definitely need good lube. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't. It has. It's like a slow and steady wins the race for that one. Like you don't just. Okay. You don't just slide right in.
4: Okay. Does there need to be some sort of release before?
3: you you definitely want to make sure that you're um you've cleaned out your cavity. Tank is it full? <laughs> yeah, you definitely want to make sure that there's no little, you know, surprises. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, how detailed do you want me to go? I mean,
4: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't
3: sound like it sounds like more she's she's asking because of the discomfort. And well, I think she
4: said she's done it in the past. Yeah, it finds it's not it uncomfortable. That's I a big sitch, right? Yeah, I
3: think it's a lup- lubrication situation. And I think some people just like rush into it. You have to like prime it and.
4: This is where it's so hard for girls are so different is because like we have another place that doesn't feel like that. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough one, you know, mm-hmm. but to each their own, whatever yeah. floats your boat. <laughs> that's what we're bringing today. Yeah. I mean,
3: I think the discomfort <laughs> part is definitely helped if you take your time.
4: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, for the Enneagram podcast, a couple of you guys asked some questions about sites for taking the test. I took, I believe it was, I, Q9 is the test and it um, I want to say now I'm like is it IEq9 um, anyway it, it is a very detailed test and it cost I think it cost like a hundred bucks it wasn't yeah, I rem- I free yeah. but it was so worth it to me because I um, tested as a two for a super long time and that isn't what I was and I knew it wasn't what I was. It's actually, okay, the site itself, here it is. It's integrative9.com backslash Enneagram. And that's where it's the IEQ9 Enneagram test. And it gives you like this full printout that tells you how you respond in hard situations, good situations, um, when you're in stress, what that'll look like, what number you go to, how you identify in relationships, what kind of relationships or what you bring to a relationship that's positive, negative, work relationships. Like, it just talks through all that stuff, which is so helpful. And that's when the Enneagram actually is really useful, is when you really dive in and understand what your number means, but, like, on a bigger level, what that means about your personality and how it makes you show up in life. Um, And so that's when it becomes a really beneficial tool, especially if you're in a relationship and you have a partner who you know their number. If you do this test, you can, like, read both of y'all's profiles and and really understand like it's helped me so much in so many of my friendships to be like oh that's why this is so important to them like things that would drive me crazy right or like things that would drive me crazy about other of my friends once they knew my number they're like oh it all makes sense like that's your driving force no wonder you need that validation like they might not need the same things I do, you know? And so when you understand each other, it's just so helpful. Have you set up your appointment with Georgia? No,
3: I need to. Mm -hmm. I need you to give me your info. I don't have it. I'll send it to you.
4: If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Bean Dad, The Dress.
0: fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's the funny thing about it to me and I, I totally subscribe to it. I just don't know it. Um, but And this is a question I'm not coming at you. I'm just curious. Oh, God, Um, here we go. Why does it take knowing their number to understand why someone might need, like, approach something differently or need something differently than
4: you? Okay, well, for instance, like, we have a friend who's a two, and a driving force for a two is to take care of people. They act like, this is very typical of a two, that they don't want any praise for that. In their Enneagram profile, you will see they need some sort of validation or thank you. They'll still act like they're, oh, no, 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 it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal. But a two wants that validation. And when they don't get it, they question everything in their head. Are we doing the right, am I doing the right thing? Did this, Do I even matter? They go really dark with it. Right. And um, it's so helped me with this too in our life because we have a work relationship and a friendship. And I didn't know that because what she presents is that she wouldn't want that. Right. Once I found out more about it too, I'm able to give her tiny little things that I can tell it matters to her. And then she feels more secure in herself. And so that's like the easiest thing for me to do. And she's a person I love. So happily, I will give her a sentence every now and again right. to be like, right. that I see sense. you. That's it's a good that. that.
3: example. Yeah. Thank you.
4: Oh, you are so welcome, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this girl said I can't get into it so much effort but I don't see how it helps can you talk to that that's it I mean it's like first of all I don't really is it that much effort
3: I mean it's just taking a test I think there is a lot of effort like you know so much about every number Mm-hmm. Like I think I would start with just trying to figure of out my course. number and what my number means. Yeah. I don't know that I would ever go the extra mile and like learn about all the other numbers. But I just I'm also read like, a
4: bunch of books and also like I ha- you. once you get into your number, the in, it'll become like more interesting to you in understanding yourself. And then you'll start to be like, oh, well she's a three. So what does right. that mean? Or I know, you know, I'm a four. So since we work together and have a friendship, it's like, what dynamics do we both bring there? Right. You'll just like start to get more interested and see the benefits in all areas of your life.
3: Yeah, I've never really been one because I always think about people that are really into horoscopes. And I know these are very different, but like the similarities exist where it's like, you know, I'll be, totally. out and be like, oh, my God, you can't date him. He's a Leo. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like the inside. Oh, yeah, you're right. They can't do that. I'm like, God, I wish I understood what that meant. I'm so guilty of that. I'm
4: like, oh, my God, they're in Aries. Oh, God, no.
3: Mm -mm." (laughs) That's like right over my head. So it it does seem like a daunting like task to like understand it all. Sure.
4: I think it's like you take the step first. It's like, baby, it's like anything else. Like, obviously, all of this stuff I find really interesting. So I've been doing it a really long time. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you're just starting, get get it take a test that's accurate or go meet up with a person like Georgia and figure out what your number is the more i promise you the more you start learning about yourself the more you'll be more interested in all of it in general and it's going to help in the greater scale of your life great great this girl said can you change a Change your number over the course of a couple years and become a different number. I actually don't know the answer to that, but you can hit up Georgia. It's at Georgia White Coaching on Instagram, and I'm sure she'll be happy to answer that. Um, I'm obsessed. I've learned more about myself through that than anything. See? There you go.
3: There you go. Okay,
4: these are just some random questions that we have. Um, uh, this one's tough. Boyfriend's girlfriend crosses boundaries talking is fine but she sent towel pictures and calls all day.
3: Wait. So
4: this girl writes in that her boyfriend has a friend who's another girl. A
3: female friend. A Got female okay. friend.
4: Talking is fine so she's okay with them being friends but she's like but she's crossing these lines like she sent him a towel picture and calls all day. Do you have thoughts, Chip?
3: Um, well, I mean I think there's context that we obviously can't see because she could just be like Oh my God, I'm like rushing to get out of there and like she's still in her towel. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know what the context of the towel. That (laughs) is so
4: giving. Well, of course,
3: (laughs) but it's also just a picture, you know? It's like... I guess. I mean, I think the the problem isn't... If she doesn't trust her boyfriend, that's where the problem lies. Yeah. You know? Well,
4: I do think it sounds like there's some boundary. Like, I don't know, calls all day and sending towel pictures, it's sort of like... Where's the line here? Yeah, Are you guys just friends or is there something more? I don't know. I, I'm just such a... I'm a big boundaries person with relationships. I feel like the gays are a little more free. Right. And so, I don't know. But I, I would say, like, if it's bothering you either way, you it's a discussion. Yeah. yeah. That's just always our answer, isn't it? Like,
3: Yeah. I mean, it's like... I also don't know to what degree this f- of you know if it's his best friend then yeah
4: like how long have they been friends yeah like and what's also my always my question is is what's your relationship with her like as the girlfriend are you allowed to be around her is like there a friendship between y'all because like to me that always makes it better uh-huh. if, if you're included and it's mm-hmm. not just like the two of them right. does that make sense yeah, totally. like just to me, it just feels like, well, there's nothing to hide. So Right,
3: yeah. I would think that if the boyfriend is keeping it separated, there's something to hide. Mm-hmm. If you're fully ingri- integrated into the friendship, then...
4: How do you know that there's towel pictures, too? Hmm. Like, I'm wondering if there's some snooping going on, or... Good question,
3: yeah. If yeah. The, if the boyfriend said, look at this crazy photo.
4: Right, because that would matter, too, I Because right.
3: if he's actively showing you the photos, then that's probably a good sign that nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. But if you're snooping and finding them, mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe you have a point.
4: Dun, dun, dun.
3: <laughs> we What's, need a follow up on this one.
4: Yeah. Give us some more details and we'll answer that. Want to hear Chip's dating progress. Oh. Get out there. He's awesome.
3: <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but there really isn't much progress, to be honest. It's um, And it's not because I'm not trying to be out there. It's just I just don't go
4: out I actually asked you that the other day I was like are we on apps what are we doing here
3: yeah I mean I'm on a couple of apps but I'm not that active I don't
4: feel like you're active at all no do you Uh, ever get on them not really interesting kind of
3: bad I don't know I'm just Just even though I'm like kind of feeling myself a little bit more these days like yeah I don't know I I think it's like and we can get to some of this down the line too but there's changes happening in my life like my work life Mm -hmm. that um I'm ma- that are keeping me sort of focused on that right now.
4: Okay. So. That's all we're going to say about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> this bitch, I, she, I don't know who this you bit. are, but I actually wrote you back because you were so negative in the comments and you didn't write me. What I can't stand, like I'll talk, I'll talk through most things with people. What I can't stand is a keyboard warrior who when I actually write you back, goes silent. Like, you had a whole lot to say. Oh,
3: no. And then I
4: said, what do you mean? And I got nothing. She said, Kelly, interested in your background. Difficult to follow at times because you speak in general. <laughs> What's that mean?
3: I mean, what? Because
4: I speak? Because I breathe? I was just like, What? The universe is challenging. Wait, me. that was the whole. That was it. That's all I got. And
3: then you said, "What do you mean?" She
4: wrote. She literally wrote on every single because I was like, it was a consistent kind of negativity that I was picking up. And then like, but this was the last one. And then she wrote that and said so this one. I go, "What do you mean?" Because I'm like, "Tell me more." So what
3: does is there even a profile photo?
4: No, of course. Oh, there's a profile photo, but of course she's private.
3: Right.
4: Haters are always private. Yeah, they
3: are. I just thought maybe it sounded like a bot. Because, like, even it's not, Eng- a bot. She's not a bot, the English is kind of weird. Like, does well, you kind of speak it, in general?
4: I think it cuts you off. Like, you can only get, this is like Twitter. You can't get a ton of, um, what is that called on Twitter? Characters. Characters in. There's like 140 characters, let's say. I don't even think it's that much. So people have to, like, kind of abbreviate sometimes or get the messages in how they can.
3: Oh, uh, this is like on the survey type things. This is
4: on the questions. Yeah, this Got wasn't it. in the email. Got it. Mm hmm. So I don't know who you are, but if you want to talk, hit me up. Let's go. girl. <laughs> you know
3: where to find her. Let's
4: go. Where do you stand with Kristen?
3: Oh, Lord. Also,
4: I'm just like, are we not done talking about this?
3: <laughs> we don't stand with Kristen. I
4: mean, we don't like that's the thing. And like I said in a podcast earlier this week, like I'm never going to talk about people like I'm never going to name people from my past publicly like and Kristen's the one exception to that because she made this very public and so obviously I get hit up about it all the time first of all this is a really long time ago now like I have moved on with my life I believe she's moved on with hers she did text me once I thought she was filming it was a really weird I just don't know the the gist of all of it is I do not trust her nor will I ever that ship has sailed for me and so it's something in my past I mean I'm working on letting go of resentments.
3: You wish her the best.
4: I don't. I'm not, I'm not there yet. (laughs) I actually am Uh not there at all. Bless her heart. Uh, I would say I'm not passive aggressive. I'm just aggressive, aggressive. Aggressive, (laughs) So like, I just, no, I don't wish her the best, but it's something I'm working on because I think it's the only, the only person that suffers from that is me. I really do. And, um, I have regret about not speaking up when it was happening because I think I'm still facing the fallout of something I had absolutely nothing to do with. Um, it was a big character assassination. Have you been watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial?
3: No, I just saw that he oh? like lost something.
4: I, I don't know about that, but it's baffling to me how this is live. What is happening? Wait, it's a lot. Oh They're my like, God, I was watching airing? the whole... It's like the OJ Simpson trial. I was watching it on... Um, on YouTube today, and I couldn't I couldn't stop. It's like
3: in Virginia now or something? I don't
4: know why, but yeah, it's in Virginia. I don't know why Virginia. it's in Virginia either. I guess it has to do with maybe trying to find a jury that's not biased. I have no idea, but anyway, I have no idea what happened in that scenario. They both seem, it seems like it was a very dysfunctional relationship in general, and they both seemed like they had issues they brought to the table, but one thing I heard him say was, I have to defend my character this is defamation and that is what I went through and the hard part was is that none of it was true even the statements she made on the show about how things played out with us were not true wasn't how it happened right I had all the proof but I was first of all traumatized if mm. we're gonna use that word again, But it was shocking to me. I was in literal shock that what I had been told by a friend of mine that had been a friend for nine years um, would just turn on a dime without Mm -hmm. speaking to me about it and like really trying to work through it. I don't understand that because in all of my real friendships, if we bump up against issues, we work through them and we talk to each other. We give each other grace, we try to hear the other person's side. I was never given that. Like we had one conversation, and it was basically me just talking to her, like, I'm sorry if I made you feel this, like trying to understand her side. There was absolutely never one ounce of anything from her side to me and trying to see where I was coming from or um that anything that she was feeling wasn't really actually about me. But anyway. Because um, well,
3: there was, she had zero interest in preserving the friendship because she wanted a plot line.
4: Yeah. And I think she just, I mean, from the outside for me, I'm like, you know, her relationship was in a really bad spot. I tried to be as supportive as possible. And if you guys knew what was really going on behind the scenes with how I was supporting that and working to try to help them resolve things, it would, you know, whatever. But it's just like, that wasn't my shit to air out. I didn't think. And I found that to be really disgusting to like go that route. And so I chose to stay silent, also hoping that like it would just go away quicker. And what I've experienced is that it doesn't go away. Like it's probably never going to go away from my life. And it definitely isn't going to ever go away from my fucking Google search. (laughs) So it's unfortunate, but like that is the regret that I have. Um, Will it I, the other question I get all the time is, would you and Kristen ever rekindle? Be no, because we don't have trust. And so, and that's not, and it's also something like, I'm not willing to try to like
3: figure that out.
4: No, like learn to trust again. I have friends that I trust and I have really amazing friendships. And um, I don't need that in my life. I don't need that kind of, like, she's crossed a line that I can't go back from. Right. So, if that answers that I did a whole podcast on behind the velvet rope telling my side of the story and that's the only time that I'll like really go into all that detail it's exhausting to still be talking about this but I understand it's how a lot of you guys found um, me although not all as (laughs) she would try to say so um, and actually not even close to half so anyway that's neither here nor there I'll add that to my resentment list
2: (laughs) (laughs) listen to season two of the girlfriends our lost sister on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
4: um let's see when the last question that i was gonna go through oh chip do you have a most embarrassing celebrity encounter
3: oh my gosh i'm, I'm sure there there has to be one um, I
4: actually don't think I do that's what I was i thought about that
3: yeah embarrassing celebrity encounter hmm I mean I can't think of one off the top what I mean would I'm be sure embarrassing that, yeah that. I'm that's su- what like, I'm like yeah like are they saying this I wonder if it's in the context of like or the celebrity did something embarrassing, or if I embarrassed myself. I mean, in it could be either. Celebrity.
4: Could be either. Do you have either? Though I don't have either. I
3: mean, I mean, I try not to embarrass.
4: Once. We're also usually at work when we meet celebrities, and so like I think we're probably in a pretty professional mindset. You know? Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I can't think of one. I mean, it's like I almost got Simon lebon from uh, Duran Duran to sign sign my arm so I could tattoo his signature but I didn't mm. do it. Like that would have probably been embarrassing even <laughs> though I thought I think that would be a really fucking cool tattoo. Um yeah, I can't think of anything of, and, I mean I'm sure I've done something embarrassing in front of a celebrity like cuz yeah. if we're like out at an shows and I'm drunk, yeah. yeah.
4: I can see you like body rolling in front of a feud. I wait
3: I am sure at the <laughs> Dirk's after party in Los Angeles at no vacancy when oh, like yes. brothers were on that tour.
4: Yeah, that was such a fun party.
3: Um, I'm sure I embarrassed myself for that because I got so drunk. I don't, yeah, I don't even remember leaving. Yeah, but the thing is, is
4: like everyone was probably on that level. So this doesn't, do you know what I mean? Like right. it, it like, Everyone was probably there. And so I'm not sure that it's embarrassing because they are like, ha yeah, me but, too.
3: But that was that was that night. I mean, I, I can't even remember like who was there. So if you weren't there, forgive me. I was there. Um, remember like TJ showed up and I suddenly like went like moot? I could mute. I feel like couldn't talk. Oh my god. Like that's everyone so was like, right. Oh my god, that. I've never seen you like I've Never this.
4: seen you like that.
3: Yeah. So maybe that he's
4: a very handsome man. He is.
3: I love him. I
4: know. Um Did you see that he's hosting Nashville? pride parade no our pride weekend yeah we're obviously gonna go yeah
3: we're all going <laughs> Duh.
4: okay this is a really long question which she apologized in me to me in advance but i feel like the details are important okay and so i'm gonna give them to you is anyway. it
3: for me is this question for me? Just no she you wants at me. our advice okay
4: she wants our advice um and the, the funny part was, is she's like, I've talked to my therapist and my friends, and now I want to hear from you guys. And I was like, Oh God, Whoa, don't, I know, like no pressure. Um, I hope that we can come through for you, but I would say trust your therapist more than us all day, every day, please. Yes. Okay. Hi, Kelly. So I have a question for you, and I've already talked to my therapist and friends about it, and I wanted to ask you, love your podcast. I've been following you forever. You feel like a friend already. Oh, see, these are great. Thank you. Thank you for saving me from myself today. I was exclusively seeing a guy last year for a month, for, I'm sorry, a few months, and about a month in, he said he wasn't emotionally available for something serious. We continued being casual for a month and then went our separate ways. Recognizing, recognizing it was sad, but we were in different places. And we haven't had any contact and never followed each other on socials. So I literally have had no idea what he's been up to. In many ways, I think that's a good thing. I've been thinking about him and I'm in a very different place than I was last year when we met. I had just moved back to my hometown after being away for six years, didn't have a job, still living with my parents. It was a lot. And looking back, I wasn't emotionally available either. I've been intentionally single and not dating since then, and, and I have been focusing on myself and figuring out who I am. I got a job, bought my first house, made new friends, excuse me. and have, I had a Lacroix and have new interest. I feel confident and happier. I had a great connection with this guy and we opened up to each other. My regret from it is that because I wasn't my authentic self, Because I was so insecure at the time, I felt I was pushing him for something I wasn't ready for, even though I said I was. I'm thinking about reaching out to him via text to just put it out there and see how he's doing. And ideally, I'd love to just grab a drink with him. I don't have any expectations, but I'd love to find out if he's in a different place than where he was last year. And depending on that, just move on from there. My motivation is dating... Oh, my motivation is... Dating requires vulnerability and putting yourself out there. I see it as a circling back with a job that didn't work out or trying again with someone I actually know versus a random. What do you think? Hi again. She wrote back again. (laughs) So I wanted to add more details to the question I had about reaching out to a guy. I don't know if it even helps, but even though he said he was emotionally unavailable, he was honest, respectful and a good guy the entire time we saw each other. I just knew in the end And he admitted he needed to do work on himself and wasn't emotionally ready, and that's why it had to end. He hasn't been in a serious relationship since college and also moved back to our hometown a couple of years ago and transitioned to the real world after playing pro sports. He told me I was the furthest he'd gone with on dates since moving back, and he'd only had this conversation like once before i.e. not being emotionally ready. And on like our second date, he told me he doesn't usually feel this way. It was an emotional connection for him, not just physical. Can you tell I'm an overthinker? I'm a six on the Enneagram, which helps me a lot to understand. (laughs) Um, But honestly, this is like my, this is my real life. And now that I put it out there, I just had to go in with all this. Uh, I really liked him and I know I wasn't his girlfriend, but I do did feel we had a special connection. It would be cool if he could see the me that I am now. Maybe I'm just being t- too hopeless romantic and chasing something. Thank you. Good luck editing this. Ha ha. <laughs> what do you think? Chip? Um,
3: you know, it's funny cause I made me think like, you know, sometimes when people break up, like you say, like, look, if it's meant to be, you'll find your ways back, totally. you'll find your way back to each other. And if if they were both truly in a spot where the timing was off, I don't think it sounds crazy. Like, I personally would not want to go to my deathbed with regret of not reaching out. So if she believes that she can um, survive him not responding or it not working out or him being in the same exact place where he was... Then by all means reach out. Yeah, because there's just as much likelihood that he's changed. You know, like totally. And it's thinking about her is and it's respecting a you know maybe he thinks he's respecting a boundary. Um, as long as it wasn't like, don't ever speak, don't ever reach out to me
4: again. I don't think it sounds like that. Yeah, it doesn't
3: sound like it. I think it sounds like she wants to.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I know how I would be in that situation. I would do it. Like, I would just want, like, the closure or the the knowledge of, like, what it would mean if I did it. It doesn't sound like it ended badly. Like, no. I could see if he was, like, abusive or just a bad dude but that you couldn't stop thinking about, but it sounds like he was, like, a good dude.
4: Well, it was so short-lived, too. I mean, right. I think there's two, you know, you never, like, of course it's a hard thing when people sometimes are like, Oh, I'm just not really in the place. And like, that's an easy cop out sometimes. But like in this situation, we don't really know. We don't know. It sounds like she wasn't really emotionally available either. And things have shifted. I loved the part about, um, I have no expectations. Like to me, that's the key. It's like, I say go for it too. like just sort of put it out there even if it's like a friendship because it sounds like maybe it could be that or like just somebody to go grab drinks and have a good catch up conversation with that kind of vibe. But if you don't put the expectation of like this is the man I'm going to marry or we're going to fall madly in love and you're just kind of like I just wanted to check in and see how you are and a lot has changed for me and I'm just I've been thinking about you and I just wanted to see how you are and he, see where it goes. But like not putting a lot of pressure on it has to be something more than that, even right. more than a text exchange. Like, I don't see any harm in that.
3: Yeah. I mean, I it's because she even in, admitted in that email that like she recognized that she wanted him to be something that he wasn't. Right. And she's not there now, you know, like well, or she wanted she was... it to be something that it wasn't.
4: Right. But also basically because of where she was in her own life. Right. Which she's acknowledging that she's not there anymore and feels more secure, which I think is huge. Absolutely. It changes yeah. everything. So. so we say go for it. I say go for it. And also like, keep us posted, obviously. But I do
3: think you have to, before you just go for it, you have to think about, like, how am I going to react if he doesn't respond?
4: Well, she's a six, so I'm sure she has. Okay. <laughs> Probably kind of she's thought of up. every, the six is like, we have a friend who's a six. Got and it. worries about every single action she takes, like thinks of every worst case scenario. That's a six, and so I'm certain that this this six precious has. girl has. <laughs> um, but if you haven't, I think Chip's advice was going to be just think through what happens if he doesn't even respond. Yeah, like, you have to be okay with like, that. Make sure you're okay with yourself.
3: And it's yeah, it's probably has nothing to do with you.
4: I doubt it. Yeah. Um okay well you know what this sort of helped me I will say I put up a podcast that I've mentioned a couple times um that I was interviewed on I actually brought it to the Velvet Edge podcast this week and it was when I was interviewed on Journals of a Love Addict and I did get a lot of positive feedback from you guys that was so insanely helpful to me it's so difficult on some days to tell that story publicly or to be really vulnerable and um, to know that it's helping you guys is so helpful. I'm not going to read those messages because they're very private and involve other people's stories. And so that doesn't feel right. But I just want to acknowledge that after all my bitching (laughs) this last hour, that those do those keep me going, especially amongst um, just life in general, being vulnerable, working through what I'm working through. And then sometimes I get a feeling like you're drowning in the negativity. It's also a part of my number, which is the four. There could be 800 positive emails in the one, that one that I wrote back to see, right. she like haunted me. So I'm working through that too. Um, Chip, do you have any sounding off remarks? You know, there's another week of this month. It's an interesting month. We oh, have so this a,
3: a five, fi- mm-hmm. five Friday month. So
4: we actually jumped the gun on this. I didn't realize that.
3: Oh we sure did. We'll surprise
4: you guys next week though. Don't know what we'll come with yet. No. <laughs> I actually have an idea, but
3: Okay. Um, I have no sage advice or closing remarks. Closing I almost said closing ceremonies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just start singing a song and you're like, what is well, you're, this?
4: The yeah. only song you would sing is the French the National, National, National Anthem.
3: The French National Anthem. Give us the first. I'm like tongue-tied today. You've had a long day. I've had a very long day.
4: You can't wait till you tell the people what's I been going know. on for you.
3: I'm very excited.
4: Uh, well, my closing remarks are going to be as you guys go into this weekend. And you're living on the edge. I hope you always remember
0: to. Act casual. I'm getting really good at you, this. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.